0: Welcome to the Ask Alika podcast, where we answer all your questions about business, marketing, and technology.
1: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Ask Alika. Today, I have with me my brother. He is a data, big data, and artificial intelligence expert. And we're going to talk to him about AI and, and big data. I always get questions about AI, artificial intelligence. It's a big buzzword at the moment. So welcome aboard, Joe.
0: Thank you very much. Um, pretty excited to be here. So Sweet. Um, Sweet happy one. to answer any questions you might have. Awesome. awesome. Hopefully, I have a decent answer. We'll see. Yeah,
1: I'm sure you will, man. Uh, what is the definition of AI?
0: Yeah. So I, I guess I'll take a step back and talk about who I am first before I answer that. I think um, the space I work in is, is big data. And again, that's another buzzword. And and I think in order to understand artificial intelligence, you've got to start with the data, right? So, okay. So to answer your question directly, what is artificial intelligence? It's really simple, right? Artificial intelligence has been around for decades. Yeah. If you think about anything that we do with software, we are building artificial intelligence. Like, for example, if you think about the fact that when you log into Facebook, Facebook is curating what your newsfeed looks yeah, like. that's AI. Yeah, it's right. AI, right. It's, it's not rocket science. You Google something. That's what what algorithms or mathematics and black magic, mm. um, you know, feels that it's AI. So again, AI is actually really pervasive right now. It, it is an engine. The way I think about AI is that it's really a software engine in a lot of ways that yep. drives um, the functions that we as consumers and as business people are using day-to-day like google siri i mean Mm. those are really you know obvious examples google assistant all that stuff but the the boring academic definition of ai is Mm. um basically anything that we build to try and mimic human intelligence so that's why it's artificial right so if you think about yourself as a human being you've got god-given natural intelligence Mm. what we've been trying to do for decades so this is not a new thing it's just that our tech is getting better. Yeah. Is is using code um, is mimic how a person thinks right. and feels and makes decisions. That's what we're trying to do with AI.
1: Gotcha. Awesome. Awesome. So, okay. So, with this podcast, like, I'm personally a very practical person. And, and this term, buzzwords do annoy me, I'll be honest. Like, I hear about cloud computing and the internet of things and all this stuff. Like, yes, they it's good to categorize things with terms, but I, I see this word being thrown around a lot. Same with virtual reality, same with augmented reality and all this stuff. Um, practically, you did kind of answer this just then, but what's like the most practical example of AI, if you can break that down? that That's happening even today in the business world or, or you know, but yeah, particularly in the business world. Cool. Um, Google. So as a consumer... Yep. The most
0: practical thing we all, and I'll start with a really simple one, mm. is your ability to Google things and, and Google Maps to be able to yeah. remember, you know, it's kind of scary, but um, like my, my Google Maps knows where's my, where my mother-in-law's place is because mm. we go there every Sunday. And so think about the fact that when you turn your phone on and you go, hey, why is Google telling me it's 15 minutes to, um, you know, to Leeming? Well, it's because there's yeah. an algorithm somewhere and there's, there's something and there's a database that's, that's collecting information about you and it's, um, it's in a way mimicking a human or an assistant. So if you had a secretary who remembered your, your movements, like Zion right. gets coffee at 9 a.m. So, right. um, so Google search, Google Maps, yep. go- all the, the stuff that Google does, they are really at the cutting edge of applying artificial intelligence. And, right. it's, it's, and the use cases are real simple. It's, it's how do I recommend um, the right hits, you know, SEO type stuff. It's, got, it's, it's starting to use AI and you, know, you guys are all in that because you're, um, or, you're a marketing mm. firm. So um, really practically, it's going to be the engine that drives mm. the future of application development. So what I would say is, practically speaking, AI is important and it's practical because it's going to make apps smarter. It's going to make them better. It's going to make them better to predict what a customer wants and needs um, and the applications go all over the place. Um, That was just a real simple one.
1: Yeah, that's cool. So like, okay, so so AI, like you said, has been happening for decades, actually. It's just a buzzword that's getting a lot of hype because we're getting better at it. Um, yep. The media is covering it more. There's mo- there's more movies about it, but it's already been happening. And and, and the best example is Google, where Google predicts human behaviour and serves content to the human, yeah, uh, based on what they think the human should see. that yeah. particular human uh, should see. One
0: hundred percent. And and so back to first principles about this, right? Like it's artific- the, the definition is really important. So it's it's mimicking what a, hum, like what a human would do when you use logic and reasoning. Yeah. So like I'll take advertising, for example. It's going to really impact the advertising mm-hmm. world because Facebook, Google, so the big players have so much data on consumers right. now. Um, and they've been doing this for years. It's just that we haven't been talking about it. But the fact that you go on Amazon and it knows what to recommend to you, like that stuff That's is AI. not, yeah, it's AI. And it's not easy to do, right? Like they, yeah. so, so I, I want to answer two, like two things that you brought up are really interesting to me. Number one, why are we talking about it now? Not, well, we're talking about it now because we've got, we've just got more data to work with. So um, if you think about artificial intelligence in terms of like software encoding, like let's make it practical, right? Um, the reason, you know, machine learning gets mentioned and AI is, is important now is because we've just got more stuff to feed yeah. our machines yeah. if you think about it right so yeah. so in the past if you think about coding like fortran data. basic yeah. yeah yeah we've got data so in the past you got a software developer and and you have to get the software developer to write every piece of code to tell a machine what to do yeah. so if you wanted to create google assistant or siri with the old style of coding to, it, it's going to take you Hundreds of years because mm. there's a person who has to sit there and think about every combination of what I might ask Siri. Am I mm. going to ask Siri a stupid joke question? Am I going to ask Siri? You know, like we play with Siri and we do stupid things like, hey, Siri, what am I wearing? And, and we do crap like that all the time. What yeah. machine learning and AI allows, allows companies like Apple to do is take all the stupid ass questions that we ask, like, for example, hey, Siri, what am I wearing? And it processes it in a way that it can give an answer that a human would like to hear Mm. because of the way the algorithms. And again, if I had to make this really simple, um, machine learning and AI, so the guts of AI is like, is, is maths right it's yeah. just really freaking hard maths but at the end of the day it's just mathematics okay. and so we get we've gotten good enough to feed our machines enough data that they can spot patterns so they get a million people asking siri what am i wearing gotcha and then now they can give a decent answer because awesome. they've been trained does that kind of make sense yeah
1: that, that makes complete sense and, and that's a practical answer now i'm gonna ask a question why are people like elon musk so <laughs> worried about ai Killing Us, like Skynet tried to in Terminator. Mm. Why is... And why are others like Mark Zuckerberg not worried? Apart from commercial intention.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head. Um, commercial, they, they've got agendas, obviously, yeah. both of them, for, for why they defend it and why they yeah, promote it. Yeah, like I, I guarantee, sorry, as an aside, I guarantee you that Musk has on his business plan like something to sell like defense industries. How do we protect ourselves from Skynet? So yeah, they've got an agenda and, and yep. Zuckerberg has his own. But what I would say is is um, that's, first of all, I want to say, I'm personally not worried about that, okay? I just want to put it out there. So yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. And and the reason for that is... um. Um, I think Elon Musk is is raising the alarm is because in the future he's got something to sell and also because he doesn't um, I don't think he he said that he accused um, Facebook of not understanding artificial intelligence enough I don't think that's true I think um, he's starting a turf war because it's good PR and the reality is as human beings we we're trying to copy or mimic how we think that's artificial intelligence right but psychiatrists today and this is proven like you can google like where do thoughts originate from and human beings we don't understand how our brain works Mm -hmm. well enough yet Mm -hmm. right so you can ask any doctor and and, you know we've got a third brother who is actually a medical doctor and they know they they can map a brain and understand okay electrical signals are being fired off when a person is reacting to stimuli so they're afraid so this part of the the, the cortex is firing off um, yeah. you know neurons right so so we can observe what a brain is doing but we don't know how the brain actually works we didn't design it yeah so and 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 a lot of people are worried about um a machine like skynet or like the matrix right oh but they're become so smart they can start doing creative thinking and yeah. develop free will well fundamentally i think
1: Whoops, keep going sorry <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> technical difficulties
0: so i think um I, I really like having background music so that's not a problem I, I um um i'm i'm a hip-hop um bad badass obviously as you can tell from my nerdy glasses that i'm wearing so um I want to answer the question more directly though. So, sorry for the ramble. But basically, if we don't understand how our natural God-given intelligence works, how can we mimic, mimic that in software? Right. So, so that's
1: one, of the, that's one right. of the points. So, basically, you know, Elon Musk probably doesn't believe in a higher being, in a God. Probably yeah. not. Therefore, he doesn't believe in the human spirit. Therefore, he believes that machines can become, can think, can become sentient yeah, and yeah. have their own consciousness, develop human emotion like us, and then act on that and take over the world.
0: Yeah, exactly right. So basically, yeah, you hit you hit the nail on the head. I per- so I'm a Christian, and I personally believe in the um, in the human spirit, and and um, and the reason for that is um, um, people think that machine learning, artificial intelligence, and stuff like people like are really surprised because I'm a real nerd and I love science and yeah. I love maths and all the rest of it. So people are really surprised when I say, well. How how can you believe in a fairy tale named Jesus? Well, well, first of all, he's not a fairy tale because we have historical evidence he existed. And secondly, science is the act of developing a hypothesis or theory, yep. testing it by looking at observable phenomena. So in other words, what's the stuff around me I can see, I can taste, I can feel, and I can understand with my brain. Yep. And so um, the people who say that there is no human spirit, and we can we're basically just biological machines. Because that's basically the theory. Yeah, right? people people who believe in Skynet um, believe yeah. that we're just meat bags that are just like a computer. So our brain is like a CPU. That's right. Right, and but I don't believe that's true.
1: Yeah, they basically yeah. So so the question really is, if you believe that human beings are as complicated or as unsystem unsy- Unsophisticated as a robot, Correct. then then yeah, you know AI could destroy the world. Like they could become sentient because we don't we're not there's nothing different to machines from machines from uh, to machines than us. So, but if you believe in the human spirit and you believe a higher power created us and designed us specifically to be different, then you probably wouldn't believe won't believe that AI is going to destroy us. so that's what it comes down to do you believe in the human spirit or not so that's probably why people like Elon Musk apart from the PR stunt are probably worried about AI destroying humankind I'd be he buck
0: I mean I'm sorry but he literally said that that until robots are walking down the street with like laser guns people um, aren't going to get it you know i think so so in in artificial so in my discipline we call this weak ai versus strong ai right so and and it is implied in the name what those mean right so weak is is all the a is is basically everything that we have now is weak which is human beings had to develop the algorithms to train a model to train a machine mm. to do something really well but it's narrow it doesn't yeah. have creativity it can't think beyond what it's programmed to do because it's Hello, yep. it's math. It's still yep. software. So people are freaking out. Oh, it's so the, the theory is that if we throw enough computational power, so our CPUs are fast enough and yeah. they're like they're like a human brain, they can start to think. It'll get um, the, the nerds call it a singularity, which is this point in time where the machines will get so powerful, have so much processing power, and and it's it's um it'll begin to program itself. Yeah, that's the fear because people are like, oh, well, we already have machine learning. So machine learning, by the way, is a subset of artificial intelligence. They're they're just part of the same discipline. So people get that really confused. They're like, what's the difference between machine learning and artificial intelligence? Machine learning is part of artificial intelligence. Let's get that out of the way. Mm -hmm. So people are freaking out about machine learning because, for example, you can go on YouTube right now. And I'm telling listeners, go Google it. Um, Machine learning, teaching teaching um, a computer how to beat Mario or how to play dota 2 and defeat the best dota player in the world which was a recent thing that Elon Musk incidentally enough his company did that but at the end of the day you're teaching a computer program to play a video game and and that is a big deal right that is a big deal because it is complex to play a video game like dota yep. or Starcraft whatever but that's all it can do it can't it can't um, develop a conscience. It can't develop um, a sense of what is evil or good. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. So the idea that um, these machines would then begin to program itself outside the realm of what it's designed yep. for is is at this stage anyway is nonsense.
1: There, that that's <laughs> this is great stuff. Like there is a fear out there, um, like with creators. Let's just use creators as an example. Like I was talking to a designer who said who knows what will happen in a few years, five years, ten years? Will I still have a job as a creative? Because at the moment in, J- in Japan, apparently, you know, a lot of these Japanese companies are using AI to develop creative campaigns, like the actual design of a banner, a poster. The machine will actually create it and, and pick the best one that it think it'll, it'll pick the best one in terms of what people want to see more. Uh, I mean, what do you say to the, the creative guy who's worried about his job?
0: Um, relax just relax don't, don't, don't panic yet. don't panic yet so so that's a really loaded question a couple of things um, I think I think this segues nicely into talking about okay what can mm. people do to respond to, to yeah, AI that, that's, that's something right. worth covering but first of all I want to say at this stage don't freak out because the machines and the software is only as good as the data you give it which is why I started off talking about big data we've been trying to do machine learning and art and and train computers to think for decades like ever since yeah. we developed you know a di- the first digital um, kind of system the difference now is like i said we feed and train our software with big massive data sets so it's no longer your days of megabytes terabytes it's petabytes it's exabytes it's it's phenomenal what that means is that i'll give i'll give you a classic example is that um don't the creative guy don't worry because um, machines are still dumb Like yeah. The best algorithms Requires thousands If not millions of images Of uh, and, I'll, and this is a real example Of of a photo to, to teach it how to distinguish Between a muffin And a chihuahua dog Like I'm, this is actually a thing So <laughs> somebody programmed software Machine learning software That can tell you whether or not you're looking. It's called um, OCR, right? So image recognition. Right. You, you are looking at... So mach, the machine, okay, I need to train you. Are, are you looking at a muffin or are you looking at a dog? Like, come on, man. Like machines are dumb, right? And literally the algorithm is pretty clever, written by a human being. And it's like, it's called supervised learning. And, and you know, I can get into some of the types of learning hmm. if you want, but, but essentially it's, it's, I write some rules and parameters for the program. Right. And then I feed the machine thousands of images of dogs and muffins. Right. And not only that, not only that sign. It is you a chicken. Have to, you have to tell, exactly. So how does, how does a machine know? Because a human being has tagged the photos. So right. again, you've got a human being who has right. to add value to the process. Yeah. So, um, and I bring that up because I've got a three-year-old toddler and the human, this is why I believe machines and humans are fundamentally different. A human being, and you've got kids, so you know, toddler's ability to learn is way better than this machine. Yeah, I, My toddler figured out what a muffin was compared to a dog yeah. after I explained it to him once or twice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a human spirit, there's they intuition. The spirit, yeah. Emotion. And,
0: and, and our brain is so complex, we don't intangibles, understand. Intangibles.
1: We, we don't even understand. Scientists, doctors don't even understand the human brain. That is exactly
0: the point, is that um, people argue that, okay, machine learning is... Like we're really, human beings know, there's actually a name for this in in science, but we know more than we're able to articulate, Yep. right? So there's some, and and Malcolm Gladwell wrote a great, and I recommend anyone listening to look at um, Malcolm Gladwell's book, Blink. So our subconscious is not understood by us. Mm. We don't, and and that's why I believe like, you know, you're sitting, you know how you have your eureka moment, you have the best idea for a marketing campaign. You got the best, how do I, I'm, I'm just, you know how people say, hey, just sleep on it. Yeah. There are those hidden mental processes and I believe sometimes yeah, it's spiritual true. that allow scientists and mathematicians and people to develop good problem-solving skills. Weak AI can't do that. And I, yeah. and I, at this cool. stage, there's no evidence that it can, it can evolve, so to speak.
1: Awesome, awesome. Now, I want to get real practical um, and ask, where are the gaps... Where are the threats in the market in terms of AI taking over someone's role? I've heard a lot about legal, you know, uh, the lower level, not not so much litigation, which again, you can't replace negotiation, but low level kind of legal admin, uh, bookkeeping. Where are the threats? And where were the threats being in the Perth local market?
0: Yeah, that's yeah, that's really good. Um, I, I wanna I wanna kind of target that creative person's um concern first, and I'll use that as the entry point because I didn't cool. really explain that well. So the guy, so the guys in Japan, yeah, um, he's worried that an algorithm can replace design work. So. Yeah, because
1: apparently, um, they you know AI can actually create, an, a, a graphic which is, random which involves randomness emotion intuition yeah yeah do you know what i mean so what, so. so
0: what that would be based on is that that algorithm i don't know the exact use case because i haven't researched what they're doing in japan but hmm. i know a lot of applications that are very similar and basically what that algorithm is doing is is analyzing heaps and heaps of data from human beings who respond to what beautiful is. So they're giving yeah. the machine a definition of what beautiful is. Right. And so the machine Again, can now copy keep, it. Yep. Exactly. So you get the Again,
1: you're it. giving them data. They're working off set data. They so don't extend that data.
0: Correct. So what is happening is and they might a little bit because it might, you know, it might machine learning. add yep. things in that yep. look ugly by the way. So but the point is is that the the machines at this stage, narrow AI is limited by the type of data that you feed it. So right. it develops biases. So, for example, okay. if you gave it data on what Japanese people enjoy, yep. it will only produce stuff that, is, that fits that culture. Do you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So, so again, for the, to the creative person, hey, relax, man. Like, you've got a human spirit. You have creativity. You spent your whole life developing intuition about how to develop be- aesthetics and beauty. You see, at this stage, a machine, can't, it doesn't appreciate beauty. It can't quantify yeah. that.
1: Again, it's math. Again, it's data.
0: Correct. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. It's it's the way the machines are using it is pretty damn cool. Like, don't get me wrong, I respect that. We sell AI services, so I believe in it, and I think it's 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 going to inform the next generation of software. But it's
1: like I do see where it could it could it could help in the case of AB testing, which is you have two sets of posters, and it can work out which one is going to be better. It, It can probably create. Sorry, you have a human who creates a poster. Right? using his intuition, his emotion, his artistic skill, and it's fantastic. Then they use that poster to advertise online, for example. Um, a machine possibly could create a variant of that and then analyze which one's doing better and then create another variant of that and then analyze which better. So again, with the minor tasks like that, I see where it could come in and, and play that role, but where it creates a whole new, whole new kind of graphic catered for Italians... Not instead of Japanese, yeah, as an
0: example, that,
1: yeah, that probably could in your mind could never happen unless that AI was already fed that data from a human,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and, and what else? So, I'll give you a real practical example chatbots, yeah. So, I know that's all the rage now, and um, one, so customers, so off the top of my head, some of the industries. So, you said what are the gaps? So, some of the industries are going to be impacted, legal, paralegals. I would recommend if you're a paralegal now, please, please. Do your homework about, yeah. um, you know, um, developing skills that are outside the research yep. space. So, repetitive. So industries that are repetitive, repetitive yeah. that require researching lots of data and parsing it, because at the end of the day, machines are way better than humans are doing that. Because they yeah. can compute faster. Yeah, um, an Excel spreadsheet, like a giant calculator, is is way better than an abacus. Like if you think about it that way, right? Like we already use software. Where in the old days you used to count things by collecting a bunch of stones or marbles, right? So in the same way as the Industrial Revolution changed things, I believe this next wave is fundamentally going to change a workforce. So Mm -hmm. it is happening. And um, at the moment, the the other reason that the industry is really taking off is because the big players who have lots of money to invest in this are doing a lot of the R&D and the research on behalf of the wider community. So for example, um, Google, um, so TensorFlow, is kind of the framework for AI and 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 um and, and machine learning, which is like um you know kind of like I'm right. oversimplifying, but just Google literally Google TensorFlow T E N S O R F L O W. I'll if, put
1: I'll put that in the show notes. Yeah.
0: So if you're a guy, you're a nerd, and you you're interested in and, and I do want to talk about the later advice for careers in AI. But what I want to say is um, why it's taking off now is because the Zuckerbergs, Elon Musk of the world, whether or not they're competing or whatever. Um, those guys are all trying to crack the nut about how to make AI consumable for masses. So a lot of the stuff that's coming out now, they're going to start selling you products. Like automated cars is going to be just around the
1: corner. Yeah. So and that's a, going to use AI. You're a bus driver. If you're a, um, if you're a taxi driver, if you're a driver, truck driver, maybe not in the next five years, but certainly 10 years plus, that's yeah. probably something that's going to Gone. be made obsolete. Yeah. So, so those guys need to prepare for that right
0: and, and even in logistics so I used to come from a world where supply chain experts like inventory management yeah. like counting stuff on Woolworth's shelves Shelves, um, logistics industry is going to be I believe taken over by AI because again if you can program a computer system to play a complex game like StarCraft or Dota 2 that's, that's inventory management like I've got 300 um, units of currency. I've got to spend it on like a sword, a staff. You know what I mean? Like the video game. So that's actually training a computer program to think about inventory management and supply chain logistics, yeah. which is really efficient. And a machine would be well, why? Because it's mathematics, right? So things that are really repetitive and optimization, I think machines are going to take over. But what I would what I would say is that machines are still not great at like, you know. Like you you mentioned earlier, like negotiation, closing deals, being a salesperson, like all the stuff that puts human emotion at the center.
1: Yeah, Yeah. we
0: as a as a society, as you know, for teaching our children to get jobs, got to get better at that and um yeah. and what i would say to that is you know people i know i can just hear the smart ass on listening going well um negotiation this guy doesn't know what he's talking about they've been training um chatbots or they've been training software to negotiate and it's going really well no genius what they've done is if they trained software to be able to mimic and copy human behavior but that, that kind of thinking annoys me because at the end of the day like for i'll give you an example um, some of the best uses of AI at the moment is to train a chatbot to respond. And, and yeah. um, Udacity is one of the pioneers of this. So Udacity are the guys who who provide online learning courses. Yep. By the way, great resource if you want to get into AI anyway um, is go to udacity.com. So those guys, um, no affiliation to me, they're super rich. And those guys, um, what they did was they noticed that they had lots of calls coming into their website. Yep. And they were like, man, this sucks. Like we've got sales guys and we've got customer reps Spending hours, hours just replying to people. Yeah. So what they did a number of years ago is, what if we got the data, again, data. What if we got all the data on the successful sales calls, on the successful Q&As? And so they collated all of the data and they developed the algorithms, machine learning, to train a chatbot to know how to respond to questions. And like natural language processing, right, is, is kind of the fancy name for it. It's like the machine learned how to um and this is how they train Siri. And, yep. you know, and Watson works in a similar way. It's a bit different. Anyway, the point is, is that data, you've got data on good examples on sales. Let's train software to respond to human beings yep. as if they're a good salesperson. Yep. But the chatbot really sucks at the exceptions to the rules. Yep. So, so there's still a risk because you have somebody who comes up with a problem you've never seen before.
1: Mm.
0: Well, hello, how's the machine going to respond to that? Yeah. And it literally can't. Again, so again limited narrow AI. To the it's data. Lim- yes, limited exactly. to the data it's
1: that's fed into it. It can so, learn to an extent, but it's learning within a data set.
0: Correct. So, if you're getting into AI, the best at the moment is still marrying yep. human beings' intuition with the AI.
1: Awesome, great answer. Um, Gary Vaynerchuk talks about this because people ask him all the time. They say, "The guy up there, <laughs> that handsome Russian great man." Guy. Great guy. I don't idolize him, no. But anyway, he he um, he's. He always gets people asking like, oh, what, how do I prepare for my own career and blah, 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 blah. With, thing, with, with machine learning, artificial, all this stuff coming out, how do I prepare for that? And he says, invest 100% in your EQ, invest 100% in your emotional intel- intelligence because that is the one thing that cannot be replaced. That is the one thing. I mean, a lot of things can't be replaced. That is probably the main thing. So like you said, with negotiation... With sales, like for example, litigation, like that—that that cannot be replaced. How, you cannot replace the human emotion and the intuition behind that. Convincing, same same convincing with sales. Convincing
0: a jury, for example, you know, like yeah, a convincing a
1: jury, you know, noticing that that the jury is like um, you know not quite convinced by your client's argument, you know, and then responding to that in, in, a, in, a, in a subtle way, like you, a machine can't do that you know so yeah i do believe that emotional intelligence is where people should invest their energy some people are born with more than others but i think everyone needs it plus you don't want to be an annoying person as well yeah
0: (laughs) yeah that i hundred percent and and what i would say that is is skill beats beats um um skill is something that's developed so i don't i do not accept
1: I'm an introvert.
0: Yeah, the fixed mindset. So um, I work
1: in my silo. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, and what I say to those people mm. is, no offense, but good luck with your career then, right? Because your mindset is or your fixed life. and limited. Yeah, or your, your life. life. Yeah. Like, good, good luck. So I um, agree with Gary, Gary V, and that guy is awesome. And, and, um, and like I, I want to kind of just talk about the, the Perth market because you did ask, and apologies, I didn't answer that more directly. And I think, so... Big company. Unfortunately, the barriers to entry to develop your own AI and machine learning is still pretty high, because you need right. guys who are f- who got the time.
1: Like, so well, just to pre. So just to, I'll, I'll put a question around what you're about to answer, which yeah. is, you're answering how can local businesses even in Perth benefit from AI? Is that what you're answering now?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So let's. No, thank you. Or are you going a-
1: back to career? Um, how do we prepare?
0: Yeah. I think I uh, um, let's. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk. They kind of bleed into each other, but I'll, okay. I'll, I'll tackle the benefit small business first. So okay. I think practically um, is, is if you're a business owner, start Googling the heck out of AI that is specific to your industry. Right. So literally, don't, don't be a Luddite and sit there and, and, and wait for somebody to tell you, go actively research. So if you're a business owner, Google, like if, you're a, if you're, um, you run a law firm, Google artificial intelligence benefits lawyers. You know what I mean? Like that—that's not hard to do. And, and and to be honest, now is a good time to start keeping your pulse on it because it's kind of starting to get mainstream. But it's not that the nut hasn't been cracked yet. So yeah. it is still the domain of. Um, largely of Amazon, of Google, of Facebook, the All the big time giants. Yeah. Yep. And why? Because they got tons of money to burn.
1: They got, <laughs> yeah, they got the money yeah, to invest in it.
0: So don't freak out if you're a small business and you're running a really lean operation. I understand. You don't like to start off in big data, you need tens of thousands of dollars. Okay, you don't have that. That's fine. Don't freak out about that. Don't 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 cry. Yep. But You need to understand when it's going to get cheaper to do because like anything, right? Like the guys who were pulling horse and carriages, they, they didn't, they had no idea that they were going to be put out of business. They were worrying about where do we put the horseman here, right? They, They were worrying about mundane problems. And then suddenly Henry T Ford, um, made cars cheaper. It was no longer for the, for the rich people. It started to be democratized for everybody. That's right. And I think that's going to happen. That's with, right. with machine learning and so it's going to impact like you know your company alika It's going to impact the ad agencies and and what what i and so what i would compare is that ai is kind of like a general technology so when i say general is because it's a workhorse behind the scenes a lot of the time so like i said google google search maps siri google assistant why are they getting better and i want to challenge people did you notice that siri suddenly got better
1: yeah it's awesome i use it now <laughs> as opposed to before
0: yeah,
1: call call before. call wife call, call wife Siri. Call
0: life. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's natural language processing is is what that is. It's like yep. it couldn't understand your your um your Aussie accent or my accent, and it's been trained over millions, if if not if not tens of millions of inputs by the world, and the algorithms um that Google and and Apple use they they just got better. Yep. So um. So, yeah, so to kind of go back to that, if you're a business owner, Google your industry. And I'll give an, um, and one guy, so I don't know the name of the, um, of the guy who started, it, but Google Legal Robot. And so those guys in the U.S. have, have really smart. They've got a corner and they got seed funding, maybe VC funding, to build um, an AI that does legal research for you. So instead of hiring lots of paralegals, people are expensive and I, I love people and I want people to succeed in life. I fundamentally yep. do. But being a paralegal is no longer going to be a tenable option. By the way, accountants, guys, kids, do not do accounting. Don't do it. Because anything that is based on very simple, like I need to understand tax rules. I need to understand but it, but immigration rules. But
1: again, similar to the legal industry, when you talk about personal tax, simple personal tax returns that's the area to worry about. When you're talking about corporate structuring and yeah, or yeah, yeah, a, yeah. a wealthy individual and you've got to be clever because the rules always change as well yeah, and you that's need human, right, human intuition right. and yeah. you've yeah. got to have the foresight to know the next year what's going to happen with the government and stuff like that. I don't think that can be replaced no, easily. No, it, but it the no. lower levels of accounting, I do Correct. I do think it will be yeah. replaced.
0: No, great, great qualifier. And Plus bookkeeping. Yeah, so what I'm talking about is is the bookkeeping side of accounting. So you need to understand the principles, but you need to become a strategist and a leader in the space, not a, just a doer not just of the those doer. systems. Yeah. yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah, you want to control the AI. You don't want to be the, the thing that AI replaces. Yeah. You know? yeah, So as much as you love to work in a silo and you don't, want, you don't want to think about this stuff, you need to start thinking about how you can control the AI and be of value to the company you're working for or as a business owner, how you can use AI to, you know, to please your clients.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And what I would say around like, like I said, like Henry T Ford, you know, manufacturing um, made suddenly made um, um, robotics, like, you know, cars, mm. and all that mass produce and cheaper to consume. Um, in the same way, um, it's not exactly a perfect analogy, I admit that. Well, it's the industrial, it's, it's, in
1: the, it's, it's the industrial revolution all over again. Uh, call it what you want, knowledge revolution. Yeah. I'm sure there's another buzzword for it. Yeah, sure. But it's another revolution. Yeah, but, and then so we have got to get prepared, right? So I'm thinking, let's think about this legal. So, I, and I know a lot of guys, you know, that they, they want to get their their websites, their um, more. They want to automate their websites more, so when people come in, they can fill out forms and they can they can even purchase certain documents online. Uh, and the forms that they fill out, kind of understand what they're wanting, um, so they're investing more into that. Mm. You've got, um, you know, in the bookkeeping realm, like, you know, bookkeeper people that own bookkeeping companies, they could again using software that's already available that uses AI in order using that software to please their clients better and more cheaply. Um, so, so yeah, it goes back to business owners using the technology that might already be there not necessarily having to build it themselves to provide a better and customer uh, experience for their customer at a cheaper price.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And what's going to happen is like you said like legal robot can't replace the lawyers who have the negotiation skills, the people skills to think outside the box to understand the emotions that they're feeling from the client and if they, you know, if they're yeah, dealing with a right. litigation case or um, yeah, the, the AI can help them do the research and, and, and um, present, okay, this is a probably a good diagnosis for the, for the client. But at the end of the day, it's a human being that ties the story That's right.
1: together. They tie it right. all together and they yeah. integrate it and they push the boundaries further.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: So, so, and then, okay, so now going back to from business owner to, we're jumping back and forth from employee to employer. Yeah, so, employee, yeah. the way I think, anyway, they should prepare is how do I, as a bookkeeper... Because in three to four years' time, I reckon that will very much be replaced. That's my personal opinion. Yeah. Right? How, as a bookkeeper, do I prepare for this, right? Well, as a bookkeeper, maybe you should be the one understanding the technology. You should be the one understanding the software that's available so you can implement the software for your boss. That's what I think. And yeah. you can manage that, yeah. that process. Maybe you need to step out then and, and be more client-facing because, that's again, you can't replicate that. Yeah. So that's how I think employees should... Should prepare,
0: yeah, hundred percent. And what I would say is that um, so much of this stuff is open source now. Like it's, there. Really, it's it's there. On the Web, like there's no excuse not to go one-on-one computer science, AI, machine learning. There's tons of stuff. Is it hard? Yeah, it's hard. But it was also hard to develop your current skills. It's it's just a reality of the market. Yeah. The, you know, like Gary said, the market is the market is the market. Like,
1: yeah. Let's not know. let's not complain about it. It's happening. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's just be
0: equipped for let's it. Let's be
1: equipped. And the way I say it on a macro level, and I'm going to get nerdy with that buzzword. The macro level no. is that yeah. people worry about um, all these these machines replacing us, and then there's less money and resources for the humans, right? But there's more for the richer people. In an ideal, perfect world, if we all prepared, right, then all of us would be controlling the ai and benefiting from that and more things can be produced on this earth at a cheaper rate which means that all of us if we were all if we were all controlling the ai everyone i'm talking about ideal scenario then we would all be better off we would all be richer
0: yeah. we
1: would all we would all experience the benefits of this and the ai is working for us but unfortunately what what's probably going to happen is that there's going to be people that don't prepare for it. Their jobs get replaced. They don't know how to control the AI, and then they suffer.
0: Yeah, we and and you know and I empathise and feel for them because nobody wants to be made redundant, and I think it's a terrible circumstance. But I'm just you know, and I agree. Well, with that's you why said, we have this podcast. We're yeah.
1: empowering people. Yeah. To be equipped. Correct. So they can do better.
0: Uh, yeah, that, that's right, and and I think. Um, and I think so just practically like if you're a guy or a girl who is kind of interested in this space you know um, learn Python learn Java learn C++ Google how um, Python's the most popular now for for data science and, and, and machine learning and like I said Start off with a passion project. Just start off programming a simple chatbot. Like you can do that on your home computer. Um, And you might not have the resources to crunch like millions of rows of data, but you can start to understand how it works. And like, you know, Z, you were saying, you can add value to your current business or your future career just by understanding it. You don't have to be an
1: expert. That's right. I think that I'm going to land this soon. And basically, let's being practical. The steps are, if you are an employee, Google stuff, learn it. And start to understand and start to download and trial the software that's already there because a lot of the stuff is already there. Like you yeah. said, it's open source. It's downloadable, free trials. If, it, if you're in the accounting industry, download software. And already, you know, Xero is a very simple um, tool that uses elements of AI where it matches your, you know, if a payment comes through Xero, if ad hoc payments come through, it'll look at the description Perfect. and then it'll match that description with regular... Um, with regular payments that have been made over the past couple of months and then going forward, it will just match it to the right categories seamlessly, right? Um, so again, download things like Zero, download other tools out there and start to use them. That would be a very practical yeah. step. Then already, you have more value to your boss because you, compared to most other, of, uh, most of your other colleagues, understand the software out there um, as opposed to your fellow man. So, That is for the employee. Then as for the employee, yeah, do the same thing, right? Um, Do the same thing. Don't assume that your employees are going to do it for you. Start to download software that's out there because it's already out there and start to use and test them um, and your clients will benefit if you get it right and you use the right software. So those are some practical steps, I think, that people can take.
0: Yeah, I I 100% agree. And and what I would want to add to that is like business owners, like the same rules for thinking about Um, whether you want to outsource a capability, right? is the same rules you would apply to thinking about AI. So do you want to buy in-house capability? Do you want to hire a data engineer? I mean, those guys in the going rate of the market will be too expensive for small businesses, right? They earn like 100,000 K plus. That's just because they're a a scarce resource in the market. But- you can look at, like if you're a business, a small-time business guy, um, go to networking events. And like, for example, an Australian company that's developing, that outsources the development of chatbots, and so they use AI, is OnMessage, right? So you can Google OnMessage.com.au. Like, try and meet the CEO. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there are ways to learn about AI from other medium or small businesses that might be using it. That might be their niche, right? So yeah. what my advice to... so. If you're, so, I, I guess I would categorize it like this. If you're in the tech industry in the, small, um, in, in the small business, there is no excuse not to start learning about this now.
1: Well, it's on YouTube as well. Yeah. Right, everything's yeah, yeah, on that's YouTube right. as well. Yeah. And you
0: have to because there might come a day where you have to hire a data scientist or you have to hire a data engineer in right. the next five years, right? So, so, one thing is talent. And I know we're rushing through these topics, but, but there's real practical advice. Because so, the more you learn about it, and as an entrepreneur, you don't need to be the expert, right? But you need to know who to go to to talk to about it. Because you need to be able to discern between what's a fad, what should I not be spending tens of thousands of dollars on in the future, but what should I be just, you know, outsourcing for, you know, but setting aside a kitty of money, like I've got a budget for marketing, I've got a budget for operations, I've got a budget for AI. Maybe that's the future, right? For some entrepreneurs.
1: Mm, Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, man. Wow. Loaded, loaded podcast. My head's spinning. I think you, I think we need a computer to replace me. <laughs> um, I'm getting tired. Come on, robot, replace yeah, we're, me. Um, we're working that. Yeah, and can you, can you get a robot to replace a podcast host? No. So, case in point, um, emotional intelligence is, is the king. Okay, so thanks, thanks Joe. You, hey, work, you work for Hortonworks?
0: Yeah, I work for Hortonworks. Um, um, you know, we're on Twitter, we're on LinkedIn, so yeah, I can you know, publish my details through that i'll put
1: everything on the show notes yeah yeah but we could go on for another four hours but we won't so no that was awesome thank you cool so uh, yeah see you guys Bye.